everyone you are with Megan Sweezel Larona and today we will talk about the eminent indian poet kamla das kamla born on 31st march 1934 died on 31st may 2009 popularly known by her one time pen name madhavi kutti and married name kamla das she was an indian poet in english as well as an author in malayalam from kerala india Her popularity in Kerala is based on her short stories and autobiography. While her works in English written under the same name Kamala Das is noted for the poems and explicit autobiography. She was also a widely read columnist and wrote on diverse topics including women's issues, child care, politics, etc. Her work was known for its open discussion of women's sexual lives, a daring subject when she began publishing in mid-century. Kamla Das composed most of her poetry in English. Most of her fiction which appeared under the pen name Madhavi Kutti was written in her native Malayalam, a non-Indo-European language spoken primarily in the South Indian state of Kerala. She wrote several memoirs. The most famous was written in English and published in 1976. In it, Miss Kamla Das recounts her childhood in an artistic but emotionally distant family. Her unfulfilling arranged marriage to an older man shortly before her 16th birthday, the emotional breakdowns and suicidal thoughts that punctuated her years as a young wife and mother. Her husband's apparent homosexuality and the deep undercurrent of sexual and romantic yearnings that ran through most of her married life her open and honest treatment of female sexuality free from any sense of guilt infused her writing with power and she got hope after freedom kamla das is essentially known for her blood and fa- frank expressions her prominent feature of her poetry are an acute obsession with love and the use of confession the main theme of her poetry is based upon freedom love and protection she wrote on a diverse range of topics from the story of a poor old servant about sexual disposition of upper middle class women living near a metropolitan city or in the middle of the ghetto her poetry is confessional and autobiographical It is the poetry of introspection and self-analysis. Here we find the best expression of feminine sensibility. The poet expresses her need for love with astonishing frankness and openness. Kamala Das is a confessional poet indeed. In this context, she can be compared with A.K. Ramanujan, Nisim Ezekiel, Robert Lowell, and Sexton. Sylvia Plath and J Wright As a true confessional poet she takes her readers into confidence about her private life She shows with remarkable frankness the wrongs injustice and the humiliation that she suffered in a male dominant world like India She has candidly described her traumatic experiences of love making and of the sexual act Thus is a poet of love and sexual relationships love and sex form the main theme in her poetry 
Her poetry is largely an expression of her frustration in love. She always speaks of her unfulfilled love and expresses her need for love. In fact, the poetry of Kamla Das is devoted to her confession of her sex life. Sexual humiliation becomes a central theme in her poetry. Kamla is a poet to pr- of protest as well. She rebels against the convictions, traditions and accepted norms of the society. Her protest is directed against injustice and exploration. She made her poetry a vehicle for the expression of her resentments against male domination over women. Kamla Das is a great poet. She directed the path of women poets in modern English poetry. She has certainly made a name for herself by virtue of her craftsmanship. No doubt her poetry of autobiographical and confectional. The obsession with sex is groundless. Being a confessional poet, she expresses her own emotions, renowned for her honest and fearless exploration of the female physique and sexuality in her works, who unlocked a space for women to finally speak of their desires and voice out their angst instead of fading into the four walls of martial and household duties. Thank you. See you in the next podcast. speak about an introduction a poem written by kamla das kamla das is introduction is an autobiographical poem she presents her feelings and thoughts in a bold manner she realizes her identity and understands that it is the need of every woman to raise a voice in this male dominated society the poet longs for love which is the result of her loneliness and frustration In an introduction Kamla Das explores her complex emotion regarding the system controlling her life and the lives of countless suffering women. She also has the experience to back up her assertions about freedom and oppression as she played a critical role in the establishment of the Indian feminist movement. Talking about the themes Kamla Das explores powerful themes of feminism, equal rights, freedom and marriage in an introduction. This poem is a very clear feminist statement that advocates for free choice for all women. This is in regards to every aspect of life, but the poet puts a special emphasis on marriage. She compares and contrasts the roles of men and women. in the society and explains for the reader how her life the rules she is forced to obey infringe on her freedom readers should be able to ask themselves while moving through the poem how if at all the things das is talking about apply to their own life if nothing matches up they might ask themselves why and if some kind of unaddressed or unacknowledged privilege is making their life better we will move on to the recitation of the poem and introduction an introduction i don't know politics 
but i know the names of those in power and can repeat them like days of week or names of months beginning with nehru i am indian very brown born in malabar i speak three languages write in two dream in one don't write in english they said english is not your mother tongue why not leave me alone critics friends visiting cousins every one of you why not let me speak in any language i like the language i speak becomes mine its distortions its queerness all mine mine alone it's half english half indian funny perhaps but it is honest it is as human as i am human don't you see it voices my joys my long- longingness my hopes and it is useful to me as cowing is to the crows or roaring is to the lions it is human speech the speech of the mind that is here and not there a mind that sees and hears and is aware not the deaf blind speech of trees in storms or of monsoon clouds or of the rain or the incoherent mutterings of the blazing funeral pyre i was child and later they told me i grew for i became tall my limbs swelled and one or two places sprouted hair when i asked for love not knowing what else to ask for for he drew a youth of 16 into the bedroom and closed the door he did not beat me but my sad woman body felt so beaten the weight of my breast and womb crushed me i shrank pitifully then i wore a shirt and my brother's trousers cut my hair short and ignored my womanliness dress in sarees be a girl be a wife they said be embroiderer be cook be a quarreler with servants fit in oh belong cried the categorizers don't sit on walls or peep in through our lace draped windows be ami or be kamala or better still be madhavi kutti it is time to choose a name a role don't play pretending games don't play at schizophrenia or be a nympho don't cry embarrassingly loud when jittered in love i met a man loved him call him not by any name he is every man who wants a woman just as i am every woman who seeks love in him the hungry haste of rivers in me the oceans tireless waiting who are you i ask each and every one the answer is it is i anywhere and everywhere i see the one who calls himself i in this world he is tightly packed like the sword in its sheath it is i who drink lonely drinks at 12 midnight in hotels of strange towns it is i who laugh it is i who make love and then i feel ashamed it is i who lie dying with a rattle in my throat i am sinner i am saint i am the beloved and the betrayed i have no joys that are not yours no aches which are not yours i too call myself i
Now we will move on to a deeper explanatory ex- analysis about the poem. The poem starts by explaining by saying that she does not know the politics yet she is well aware of the politicians of a country and as the politicians of india has always remained in fewer hands she has mentioned the names of all the politicians like the days of the week or the names of the month she has memorized them the lines depict how the males have been ruling the country without giving the right to women moreover the rulers are fewer in number because democracy exists only in words in reality the rule of the country remains in the hands of some people who have assumed them to be the permanent rulers for example the males she possesses all those qualities and abilities that make him superior though she is a woman she is no lesser than him in the terms of ability passion and creativeness Moreover in the world of dreams she is equally an individual as the man is and so she wants this status in the real world as well she wonders why the society ignores the mistakes or even blunders of men and questions the mistakes of women although the fact is that every person in the world is imperfect the young girl in her country as in india is forced to marry older uh, an older man without having her consent and so it is to every other woman in india they are so young at that time of the marriage that they cannot accept that they have grown up hello everyone my name is megan swizel narona and in this segment we will talk about my grandmother's house a poem written by kamla das the poem my grandmother's house first appeared in kamla das's first anthology of verse titled summertime in calcutta it is also an autobiographical poem in which the poet's longing for her parental love in malabar is movingly described She is reminded of the ancestral house where she had received immense love and affection from her grandmother. The poet's feminine sensibility finds its clearest loveless relationships in it. A note of pessimism runs throughout the action of the poem. It reveals the poet's painful unfulfilled desire to visit her grandmother's house to which she is deeply and emotionally attached. The poet is shocked to learn that the house is all in ruin after the death of her grandmother she suffers in silence due to the wear and tear it has undergone in her absence the death like silence reigns in her grandmother's house moving forward to the themes of the poem though it is short it touches upon many favorite themes of kamla das herself it is a poem of nostalgia uprootedness and the poet's eternal quest for love in a loveless world relationship with her grandmother is the poet's favorite relationship and grandma is a symbol of harmony affection and security in her poetry now we will recite the poem my grandmother's house my grandmother's house There is a house now far away where once I received love that woman died the house withdrew into silence snakes moved among books 
I was then too young to read and my blood turned cold like the moon. How often I think of going there to peer through blind eyes of windows or just listen to the frozen air or in wild despair pick an armful of darkness to bring it here to lie behind my bedroom door like a brooding dog. You cannot believe, darling, can you? that I lived in such a house and was proud and loved. I, who have lost my way and beg now at strangers' doors to receive love, at least in small change. An analysis of the poem. The speaker ruminates on the past, telling of a house that still exists but is far away in memory. There she was loved. This is her grandmother's house. When the woman passed away, she became silent in nature invaded in the form of, her, of, a, of the snake, a symbol of danger and coldness, sliding among the books, a telling scene perhaps of significance to the speaker. The speaker was too young and she didn't understand what was going on at that time. She couldn't read anyway. She only had the dark feelings and she became cold like the house itself but she thinks about a return she wants to peer in through the windows which made maybe blind eyes perhaps she won't be able to see anything at all she won't be able to go back in her memory to once again feel the love even though the air may be frozen she wants to go back this is a longing in her to receive the love to restore the love and she'll be so overcome she'll be so overcome with despair that she'll bring back some darkness from that house a reminder of the past this is how desperate the speaker is even darkness would suffice in alleviating her current crisis the darkness will be used figuratively like a dog a dark book brooding it is the bedroom door which is significant. Why not the living room door? Why not the kitchen door? The bedroom is a place of intimacy and quietness. Perhaps this is why the speaker wants to return. She has to no intimate love in her life. She is talking to someone close because she uses the word darling. And we can see it in the poem. We have read it. Is this her current partner, a husband, a spouse, or a dear close friend? Whatever it may be, either way, her situation is unbelievable. The speaker reinforces the disbelief. Yes, she did once enjoy being loved in her grandmother's house before she could read when she was young, but now she's all lost all that pride and love. Thank you. podcast of Kamla Das's poems. In this segment we will talk about Summer in Calcutta. In the poem Summer in Calcutta, Kamla Das memorizes a summer day which she spent in Calcutta. As described in the poem, it is the month of April and the poet was enjoying her time. Even she forgot her husband while under the sun. 
the poem is actually a recap of things past and thus is actually nothing but an experience removed from the planes of reality it communicates a state of mind under the viewerness of pain half forgotten and thus communicates only an abstract sense of oneness and fragmentation caused by conditions of deliriousness the theme of this particular poem is that it is entirely and actually a recap of things so it communicates a state of mind and um, the pain which has been forgotten she poetically represents her sincere autobiographical exploration of women and love coupled with ex- ero- eroticism the various themes that include a feminine approach womanhood relationships love lust and different threads of human life which bind two opposite sexes in one relationship this journey in her work depicts all sensory experiences which have a definite bridge between man and woman now we will move on to speaking about uh, the recitation of the poem summer in calcutta by kamla das what drink is this but this april sun squeezed like an orange in my glass i sip the fire i drink and drink again i am drunk yes but on the gold of suns what noble venom now flows through my veins and fills my mind with unhurried laughter my worries doze we bubbles ring my glass like a bride's nervous smile and meet my lips dear forgive this moment's lull in wanting you the blur in memory how brief the term of my devotion how brief your reign when i with glass in hand drink drink and drink again this juice of april suns moving forward now we'll have uh, we'll speak about the analysis of this poem we'll have an analytical approach in the indian society during the time of kamla das and even today a woman is not allowed to drink now it is not only the actual actually the drink but the summer of april according to the poet the april sun is like a drink that has been squeezed like an orange in her glass the sun has intoxicated her so much that she is feeling drunk already she is feeling the pressure of wine by the sunlight even without drinking the wine the poet says that she is sipping the fire she is continuously drinking and is fully intoxicated the fire here symbolizes the sunlight which is falling on her like fire however rather than being irritated by it she feels good that it is has a soothing effect on her again the poet repeats that though she has been intoxicated it is not because of the wine but it is because of the gold of the sun here one thing becomes quite clear that kamla has mentioned drinking several times in the poem which worries her she explains over and over again again and again that it is not the wine but it is the sun hence she is afraid of the society she is afraid of what the society will think about her thus it is one of the themes of the poem she expresses her frustration against the society 
to which she has to justify something over and over again though she has not done it at all she has to keep justifying because it is not acceptable in her society in the indian society the sunlight is like a venom which is now flowing through her body she raises a rhetorical a rhetorical question which has intoxicated effect and why it has made her to laugh unhurriedly the sunlight is like a venom she explains that it is like a venom yet it gives her comfort and a way to laugh even even the venom does not make us laugh or does not give us any reason to laugh the poet says that the bubbles of her drink are quite small just like a bride's nervous smile and meet her lips these lines symbolize the poet's sexual desires while sipping the drink she perhaps memorizes her own condition when she was a bride she was nervous and hence had a small smile similar to the bubbles small bubbles she feels the pleasure of her lips kiss against the other lips yet next she asks her husband to give her for this particular movement movement in which she has tasted the sexual pleasure and forgotten him these lines explain a number of things as of now we can see that she is describing this joy as pleasure because her sexual desires were not fulfilled by her husband as um, she described in the poem an introduction in this sun in the summer sun she has enjoyed sexual pleasure again she describes why she does not need her husband she has totally forgotten him and is busy enjoying the pleasures of summer now the poet comes to the reality of this world that nothing lasts forever according to her the time of her devotion and the pleasure is quite brief it is a short period of time in which she is continuously drinking the juice of the april sun that is she is enjoying the summer to the fullest thank you